Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, respected listeners of Marqas Sahaba. We welcome you to our interview segment. Let's welcome Hazrat Mulana Musa Akuri. Hazrat Mulana, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you, Hazrat Mulana? Alhamdulillah. How's Mulana keeping health? Alhamdulillah. Wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We are well. Alhamdulillah. Mulana, your advice is where do we start? Mulana, we miss you for the time you're away. When I was told that we must give a little bit of a talk, then I thought that, you know, everything in the world, you'll find that there are statements behind it. You know, uh, you will find that uh, when they have resolutions, it's the tongue. When they make pledges, it's the tongue. When it's the declaration of war, it's the tongue. And when there are nations, you know, verbally you know, calling for ceasefires, it's the tongue. And when these ceasefires are vetoed, which is absolute hypocrisy against the rule of democracy, then all these things are the tongue. So today, all the ills that men find themselves in, uh, politically speaking, on social levels, you know, even on the levels of religion, or whatever the case may be, the tongue plays a very, 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 very serious and important part, either for the good, for the bad, for the building, or for the destruction. You know, when uh, Abu Ubaidah, you know, from the Hamas uh, brigades and the Mujahideen, you know, speaks some words, it carries so much weight and awe, you know, and tremor into the hearts of the enemies. And then the enemies, again, when they utter words of hatred, lies, uh, you know, then it has its... Uh, backlash in many ways, and they are the foolish people in the world who tend to believe it. Uh, initially, on October the 7th, you know, you just find that uh, the, 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 the Quran Sharif ayat becomes so alive, you know. مِنْ شَرْضِ الْوَسْوَاسِ الْخَنَّاسَ الَّذِي يُوَسْوِسُ فِي صُدُورِ النَّاسِ مِنَ الْجِنَّةِ وَالنَّاسِ The evil whisperer whispers in the hearts of men, and then they are also from amongst the jinn and amongst the mankind. And the media plays a very, very effective part in that, that, you know, they found babies, bodies that were shot and burned, raped, etc. So these are all statements that are made by the international media. And, and today the statements are followed also, you know, with visual images, true or false, you know, to sway the hearts of men. So I thought it most appropriate to speak a little bit about the usage of the tongue. So, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Nahmaduhu, Wanastainuhu, Wanastaghfiruhu, Wanukminu bihi, Wanatawakkalu alayhi, Wanaudu billahi min shururi anfusina, wa min sayyati a'malina. Man yahdihillahu falamudillalah, wa man yudlizu falahadiyalah, wa nashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah, wa nashadu anna sayyidana, ونبينا وشفيعنا وحبيبنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قد أفلح من زكاها 
وقد خاب من دساها وإذا قال الله تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا لما تقولون ما لا تفعلون سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم our honorable listeners of Marcus Sahaba today we just going to uh, just have a casual discussion this on the importance of the tongue you know it has been famously noted that lisan jirmuhu saghir wa jurmuhu kabir that the tongue is very very small in size wa jurmuhu you know effect the consequences and the evil that can emanate from this tongue are very, 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 very great. As my Ustara said, Molana Abdul Samad Daya Sahib, you know, always mentions and he says, he says that every morning the entire you know, limbs of the body actually, you know, you have Zabani Hal and you have Zabani Qal. Zabani Qal is the speech of the tongue and Zabani Hal is the expression of the limbs. And they actually speak to the tongue and tell the tongue, you know what, you better look after yourself today. If you don't look after yourself, then we are going to get a tremendous hiding. Because the tongue says something, and the Morana was telling us, that it slips back, you know, behind the lips. Mm. And 32 teeth, you know, within the jaw, concealed. And you never, ever, ever heard that a person's tongue has been hit. Yes, you, you've heard the word so commonly, tongue lashing. You know, where the tongue just speaks, it lashes out. But the tongue getting a hiding, we never ever came across that any time in our lives. So this tongue makes all the damages, it makes the statements, it makes the accusations, uh, it makes the riba, and then this tongue just hides away, and then the head and the face and the limbs of the body and the chest and the back and everything else takes a beating. Hmm. So this very, very true, you know, kabir. So we have to look after this tongue. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, wants us to rectify this particular organ, right? And if this organ of the body is used improperly, then it can lead to many, many major sins as well. And uh, it angers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You'll find that in the in the beginning chapter of the Noble Qur'an after Surah Fatiha and Surah Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about, you know, the, the book, the Noble Qur'an, that has absolutely, you know, no doubt in it whatsoever, speaks about the quality of the believers. Then if you turn the page over, Inna kafaru sawa'un alayhim, it speaks about the kafirin. And then it speaks about the munafiqeen. And what's about the munafiqeen? وَمِنِ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَقُولُ آمَنَّا بِاللَّهِ وَبِالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَمَا هُمْ بِمُؤْمِنِينَ And among the people, there are those who say that we believe in Allah in the last day. وَمَا هُمْ بِمُؤْمِنِينَ But they are not believers. Hmm. So in other words, their tongue displays something that is not within their hearts. And almost two pages of the Noble Qur'an are dedicated to this group of people who are referred to as the munafiqeen. So, and all this because Yaqulu, they say with their tongues. 
So our whole religion, our whole deen, you know, is based on qal Allah, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. The quran Majid is the uncreated speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's known as the kalamullah, the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the words of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are the statements of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that is why you will find that many of our ulama, you know, they will say, Qala Allah and Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we ourselves also, uh, after quoting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we quote the various mashayikh and the pious predecessors and our asatiza. And somebody would say, you only want to say, call a sheikh. But it is from the sheikh who learned from his sheikh and who learned from his sheikh, which eventually leads up to the sahaba ikiram, ridwanullahi ta'ala alayhim ajma'in, and to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that we hear these words of wisdom. So it is everywhere, call, 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 that has such an effect. And you will find that, you know, in the culmination in this period, we had so many Bukhari jalsas, uh, in our country, then you will find that on those particular, um, that particular occasion also, you know, when uh, it is mentioned, Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Kalimatani habibatani ila rahman taqidatani fil mizan khafifatani ala lisan taqidatani fil mizan subhanallahi wa bihamdihi subhanallahi al-azim that there are two words, you know, two kalimas that are very, very light on the tongue, two sentences, very, very light on the tongue. And they are very, 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 very weighty, you know. And what are those two? Subhanallah wa bihamdihi, you know, Subhanallah azim. So such powerful words that even the lessons uh, of our hadith terminate in Bukhari Sharif on kalimat and words that should be proclaimed, that grants us the closeness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and then are so weighty. So we have to, when these two simple words, so beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are so weighty and so loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then there are other words that are despicable, that are disliked by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, uh, and we have got the hidayat and the guidance in our sharia pertaining to this year. So while we are walking, you know, taking our morning jog or anything like that, it doesn't make any difference for us to say, Subhanallah wa bihamdihi, Subhanallah al-Azim, la ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammadin wa barik wa sallim. And there's so many various other azkar, Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar, wa la hawna wa la quwata illa billahi al-Aliyyi al-Azim. So inshallah our tongue will be moist with the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the desired aspect which the noble, noble Quran Majid speaks so much about zikr. You know, Alladina Yazkurun Allah Qiyamaw Makuudam wa ala junubihim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you know, Wazkurullah fi ayyamin ma'adudad. So the various facets of zikr and one that is done with the tongue, uh, we are all directed towards that. Every day the adhan is called out and these are words and statements that we hear. Sadaqallah, Rasuluhu Nabiyul Karim. You know, uh, uh, 
you know. So, so the, the, the adhan also are words that are spoken and it's referred to as da'wati tamma. So these are all the things that we need to bring in now to our, our lives. And you find that a person may have led his life in kufr and disbelief. You know, we hear so much on Mufti Sub's programs and those words sound so beautiful when he says, Ashhadu, Ashhadu, Allah ilaha, Allah ilaha, illallahu, illallahu. And just by this proclamation of the faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the declaration of the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the risalat and the finality of the prophethood of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, people are ushered into Islam, you know, uh, by our da'is that are out there. So how beautiful it sounds. And it just says that just the declaration of the faith with the shahada and the kalima brings a person from a life of disbelief and darkness and wretchedness to a life of beauty, you know, of peace, you know, of dedication to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and itaat and obedience. Such is the tongue that it just went in the right direction and it created this entire transformation. You you will find that uh, also, you know, the Quran image speaks about mockery. Ya let not men, some men among you laugh at others. It may be that the latter are better than the former ones. And not let some women also laugh at others. It may be that the latter are better than the former. And do not be sarcastic to one another. Do not defame one another. Do not call other by nicknames. So, you know, offending nicknames. So these are the important things. You know, somebody is a little bit crippled and, you uh, you know, I remember in our day you call a person, hop along, you know, or, you know, what a person maybe has lost sight in the one eye and then, uh, you know, you have a sarcastic remark for such a person. So these are terms that should never, ever be used for anybody, you know, uh, denoting any weakness or anything in that particular person. So these words and insults, they flow very, very easily from the tongue. And uh, it puts us in a very, very precarious position. We have to be very, very careful because every word that is spoken, there is a guardian angel over it. You know, uh, now everything like, uh, as I'm speaking to you now, <clears throat> there is no wire connection, you know, like the olden days where we had telephone lines and everything. It is every, you just have a tower nearby where I speak and my phone relays this message of mine over onto the tower, and it's in micro split split second. You know, it is picked up on the other part of the world, or in Merkur Sahaba, and then you are thousands, hundreds of miles away, or you may be listening to this program from America or wherever you may be, and you are picking it up simultaneously. So all this speech is traveling in the waves of the air, and undoubtedly, according to the Quran and Majid, these words, they are flowing somewhere in the, in the sphere, in space somewhere, and then they are all kept, you know, in a vault. And nowadays, like so famously, we know information that is kept in the cloud. And if man can keep information in the cloud, 
then what about the cloud of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when every spoken word will remain? So we have to be very, very, very careful, you know, when it comes to our speech. Uh, like nikah, for example, you know, it's so easy that a, a woman was haram for a person and he, he gets in front of two witnesses and he just says, nakahtuha wa qabiltuha. You know, I have uh, wed her, this is in the past sense, wa qabiltuha, and I've already accepted her. Right, uh, not in the court. I have already accepted the finish, so now she becomes totally halal and permissible for him. What was haram for him just before these two words that he made, this word of acceptance, you know, he has already accepted her now in his nikah. Now it becomes halal, right? Just a tongue, you know, there was, there's no need for any signatures, you know, or any mass contracts, you know, uh, to be, to be done with a lawyer or anything like that. Just the utterance was the tongue. And in Islam also, by the same token, you know, when the tongue slips, you know, and a person says, utters the words of talaq, and then immediately you will just find that his wife, who was so permissible for him, all of a sudden now becomes haram and impermissible for him because he used the words of talaq. So what makes up, breaks up. And that's with the same tongue. So we have to be very, very careful you know, in the manner in which we utilize our tongue. There's a very, very beautiful story of Hazrat Abdullah ibn Mubarak. Uh, and uh, he was, uh, he was once uh, returning from Hajj when he noticed uh, an elderly uh, lady approaching him from the other direction. And she replied to his greeting with a verse from the Holy Quran, Salamun qawlam mir rabbir rahim. Peace a word of salutation from a Lord most merciful. Uh, on this year, I've heard our Mashaikh say that, you know, we make salam with one another. But the day when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, Salamun qawlam min rabbir rahim, you know, when we are entering into Jannah, when we are in Jannah, and Allah says now, peace and prosperity upon you. Oh, 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 how wonderful it will be for the believer when he hears this. So the lady said, Salamun qawlam min rabbir rahim. So he asked, she could have said, Assalamu alaikum, but she said, Salamun qawlam min rabbim. She asked where she was coming from, and she again quoted, and complete the hajj or umrah for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he already now made out that she just completed hajj, and, uh, you know, she was now returning from the journey of hajj. And uh, then he asked her, like, you know, where are you going to? What's in which direction you are aiming for? What is it? So she said, hmm. The one whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides is guided. And for those who have gone astray, they will find no protector besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So now he already understood that she's lost. Yeah, and, uh, and that she wants to now probably return to her place. You know where she was coming from, uh, where, where, she, where she needs to go to. Um, so anyway, he offered to guide her because he was going in the direction of the city. And uh, while, while they were walking, Abdullah ibn Mubarak started reciting some poetry. And so she just recited the verse from the Noble Quran, فَقْرَأُوا مَا تَيَسَّرَ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ Read of the Noble Quran that is easy for you. So in, uh, this already diverted, you know, Hazrat uh, Abdullah ibn Mubarak, that he immediately 
stopped saying those poetic words because she is directing him that read from the Quran, read of the Quran that is easy for you. Fakrau, that mata yassara min al Quran. You know, so so much time we spend in saying things, and then we say we haven't got time to read the Quran, and we could be just spending ten or fifteen minutes before we leave home and at least recite the noble Quran. You know, to spend it in times of in in futility, and then. Uh, so he wanted to find out more, you know, about this particular lady, you know, and uh, she put an abrupt end to his questions with another word, La tas'alu an ashiyaha in tubdalakum tasukum. Ask not questions about things which he made plain to you may cause you trouble. So it may just say, you know, you don't have to ask unnecessary questions. So when he reached the outskirts of town, he asked her now, who did she want to meet up with? Uh, you know, because he ascertained that uh, uh, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed her with sons and wealth. So she said, Al-malu wal-banuna zinatul hayati dunya. The wealth and sons are allurements of this worldly life. So then when he entered the town, he saw a caravan of a judge. Then also they stopped to rest along the way, and he asked the lady the names of her sons. So she replied with a verse from the Noble Quran, Ibrahima. So as soon as he called out these names, three handsome youths came running towards him. Extremely, they were extremely worried about their mother's whereabouts. They've been searching all the caravans for her, and when she um, uh, when she saw them, you know, uh, when, when when they saw her, they were so thrilled and uh, you know so excited. And then she mentioned to them, ala hubbi." And they feed for the sake of love of Allah. So the sons immediately realized that we must bring some fruit, some food, and etc. for Hazrat Abdullah ibn Mubarak. So she was just reunited with the sons, you know. So anyway, he excused himself. He didn't want to eat. Then she said, hmm. We feed you for the sake of Allah alone. No reward do we desire. shukura, And nor do we want any thanks. So he was amazed and lost to understand what has been transpired because this woman was speaking from the beginning, Salamun Qawlam Mir Rabbir Rahim, only the words of the Noble Quran. Mm. So he asked the sons, you know, that uh, that she gave a reply to everything that he inquired with, with regarding with the verse of the Noble Quran. So he asked the sons what was the cause of this year. So she said she was a hafiza of the Noble Quran and alima of hadith. Her heart was so filled with the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that she feared, uh, you know, having to account for futile speech on the day of judgment. And for the last 20 years, she had spoken nothing but the ayat of the Noble Quran. So these are the examples, you know, in Islamic history of women, you know, who use their tongues. And today we can ask ourselves how quickly we just want to attack somebody, speak bad about somebody, and gossip, and swear, and, you know, uh, uh, and, and, and be vulgar, etc. So we have to be very, very careful uh, in terms of our of our tongue. It is mentioned, you know, that uh, uh, by Abdul Qadir Chilani, Sheikh Abdul Qadir, in his Huniya Talibin, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in intense anger on the day of judgment, in other Christians, uh, why they associated somebody with him. So they will refer to her Isa alayhi salam. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, 
ہوجمنٹ So we need to be very, very careful, you know, how we look after our tongues. Nabi Akarim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَنْ يَزْمَلِّي مَا بَيْنَ الْحِيَهِ وَمَا بَيْنَ الْجِلَيْهِ أَزْمَلَّهُ الْجَنَّةِ The one who takes the responsibility of looking what is between his jaws, that is his tongue, right? And what is between his thighs, that is his private part. And today most of the wrong that is done in the world is by virtue of the tongue and the private part. then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Rasulullah Paksan said, Azman Allah Jannah, I'll take the responsibility of, <coughs> of getting Jannah for him. So we always weigh one speech. You know, they always, uh, we, when we were young, I remember our teachers telling us that before you say anything, you know, move with your tongue, put your mind into gay. You know, first think and then you speak. So don't be the other way around that you just blurt out something and then afterwards you realize what I said was wrong and then you want to پرسن <laughs> using his tongue and he repents and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can, you know, a whole life of sin, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can change it overnight. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep our tongues moist with the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, use it, you know, for praising and glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, refrain from anything disliked by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ameen wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. I mean, Jazakumullah Khairan, Mulana, it was really interesting, I enjoyed it. Uh, please make dua for us. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jamaah.